Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about not having a victim mindset. I've been putting together a course for what I think will be for schools, you know, in helping students to learn mindfulness. And as I was putting together this course, I was doing a little research about victim mindset. And I thought to myself, you know, this isn't something that just kids need to learn about. Everyone needs to learn about what a victim mindset is and how we can get ourselves out of that. Because so many people don't even realize that they have a victim mindset. They don't realize that this is what they're doing until it becomes too late. It's habit. And so they keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And when something becomes a habit, as you know, it's hard to retrain our brains. It's possible. But it's difficult because it's a process and we have to be very mindful about what we're thinking. And it, the interesting thing, out of all the research that I've been doing so far, I think the really interesting thing is that our brain is wired to focus on negative things. So it makes sense that people might easily fall into having a victim mentality. You can understand why someone would, especially if they feel like life is against them and bad things keep happening. But what a lot of people don't realize is that when we focus on the negative, we're actually creating more of the negative because we're creating our reality with our thoughts. Our minds are very powerful things. And just as if you want to become buff and muscular, you have to lift weights. In the same way, you have to do the same kind of training with your brain. You have to make new connections within your brain so that your brain focuses on the positive, not the negative. It's like the default setting is negative. I don't know if any of you are computer people out there, but or even iPhone owners or iPad owners, but when I just got a new iPad recently, I had to reset the factory settings because it was new to me, but it wasn't a brand new iPad. It was my mom's. And I had to go in and I had to reset everything so that, you know, it didn't have her information in it. And that's kind of like what we have to do with our brain. It's like the default setting chooses to focus on all the negative. We've got to go in somehow and reset it so that it wipes out all the things we're used to remembering. And instead, we choose to focus on something different. As Abraham Hicks, the teachings of Abraham, they say, you can always choose a better thought. And that's true. You can. You can always in any second choose to stop thinking about what you're thinking about and choose a better thought. But it doesn't always come easily. So first of all, I guess we should cover what is a victim mindset? What does that even mean? Because I think a lot of people don't realize they have it. So to me, a victim mindset is someone who feels like everything is always happening to them. And the interesting thing is that you can change one word there to change your entire outlook on a victim mindset. 
And that one word is changing the word to to the word for. So instead of saying, why is this happening to me? We can change it to why is this happening for me? Because everything truly does happen for us. It happens for a reason. That doesn't mean that life is always rainbows and sunshine. You know, everyone always thinks that. They think, well, I can't be positive 24-7. No one's asking you to be positive 24-7. We all have our moments. That's normal. That's human. The difference is when those times come, when you don't feel happy and joyous, you take a moment, you take a breath, you center yourself, and you change your thoughts. Because what happens is that when something negative happens to you and you get in that funk, because it happens, you listened to my podcast yesterday, you know that I was tested on New Year's Day of all things for 2020. Like I had a lot of things that happened that could have made me lose it. And I took a breath and I said, okay, this is not going to define my day. This isn't going to change how I'm feeling. I'm not going to let this be what I'm going to feel for the rest of today. It's just not going to happen. And with that came a total change of mindset. Now I could have continued to go on, I call it a downward spiral because once it starts, it's really hard to stop. Once that negative thought comes in, trying to stop it full steam, it's like when a full steam train comes at you and you like want to stand in front of it to stop it, if it's going really fast, you can't. But if it's slow, then it's easier to stop. So what that means is the faster you can catch that thought as it's just coming out of the gate, the easier it is to stop it. But the more you let that negative thought pick up steam or pick up speed, Because one negative thought turns into another, which turns into another, which turns into another. So for example, if I had a bill come in that was unexpected, I didn't think I should have to pay, and I got really mad, and I started screaming and cussing and carrying on and and throwing a fit about it, first of all, when you do that, you can't think logically Because the part of your brain that deals with logic isn't being activated. All of the activity is happening in the limbic system in your brain, which is where all of the emotion is. So when we overreact like that, we can't think logically. It's super hard. You have to actually take a step back. So if something happens to you and you are not expecting it, but you catch it right away and you go, you know what? This is no big deal. It'll be okay. You don't get to that point. You don't go to the part of the brain where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this and start acting like that. So it's easier for you to stop yourself and to say, okay, this is no big deal. This will be taken care of. Here's what I'm going to do. But so often people don't do that. Instead, what they do is they get upset immediately. And then when you have a victim mentality, it is, why does this always happen to me? Oh my gosh, I always get these bills. This, they mess up every time. They're doing it to me on purpose. Why is this always happening? That's where you go. That's the place you go is this is happening to me. I'm the victim. 
It's not fair. It's not fair is something that you will hear a lot if you have victim mentality. It's not fair. If you're having a victim mentality, then when you see someone else have success, you get upset because you're like, this isn't fair. They already have enough. Why are they having more? That's victim mentality. Someone who does not have the victim mentality would see that, hey, there's enough to go around and I'm just as capable of being successful as so-and-so and I don't have to compare myself to that person. We're not on the same journey. But people with a victim mentality like to compare themselves and they like to think that things aren't fair if they don't get an equal share of something. When the truth is, everyone has the capability of succeeding, being successful. Everyone does. We all are capable of it. But some people don't understand that when they sit in the background and complain and moan and gripe and it's not fair, all you're doing is blocking your abundance and you're calling more of that negativity in. And the reason you're calling it in is because Like attracts like, and with the law of attraction, if you believe in that, what we focus on is what grows. So if you're focusing on all the negative things in your life, you're going to see more negative things in your life. But if you're focusing on your blessings and all the positive things in your life, you're going to see more positive things. You're going to see more blessings. But a lot of people still don't understand that. As many times as you can tell somebody that, they don't understand that they're calling things in or blocking things. I can't tell you how many times I've gone out with my mom and we've been somewhere and she'll gripe about the price of something like in a restaurant. Like, oh my gosh, well, this price is too high. Well, you know what? You always have a choice. You don't have to eat somewhere. You don't have to, you know, whatever. But when you sit there and say out loud, when you complain about something, you're blocking abundance because what you're focusing on is the lack that you have. You know, like, oh, I have to pay this money. I have lack. Instead of saying, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I can afford to eat at a nice restaurant or, you know, to treat myself. Okay, that's the mindset you should be having. And a lot of people do the opposite. They want to complain. And that's not going to get you anywhere. So here are some telltale signs of whether or not you have a victim mentality or maybe someone you know does. The number one thing is people who have victim mentality, they tend to not want to do anything about their situation or they give up easily. So they just um, like automatically they see how something's going to fail before you even start. So they don't even try. They talk themselves out of trying because they think of all the possible ways it's going to go wrong. So why would you put any effort into something if you think it's going to fail? So that's the number one thing. People with victim mentality often lack self-confidence and self-belief. They don't believe in themselves. Therefore, they find excuses and they don't end up doing things because you can't be held accountable if you never try. They also have a tendency to let other people take control over their lives. So they'll allow others to tell them how to live their life because... They feel like they know more than, you know, people know more than you. So, and if you have low self-esteem, you're like, oh, okay. But then again, that's also putting control in someone else's hands, which makes you not responsible when things go wrong. It's not my fault. My 
parents told me to do this. I was just following their advice. And since I failed, well, it's not my fault. You let negative self-belief sabotage your life choices. So we have that internal critic. We settle for things because we don't think we're good enough for better things. And that's a huge thing with law of attraction. When you don't believe you're worth something, you're blocking your abundance. You try to do too much, and that's really a people-pleasing thing, but those kind of go hand in hand. So you do everything for everyone else until you just deplete yourself, and then you're empty, and then it's everyone else's fault because you totally did everything for them and you forgot about yourself. But it's really about not putting up a boundary, and actually the last two kind of go together. Like if someone else is running over you and taking over your life and then they're telling you what to do and you're doing everything for everyone else, it's because you don't have healthy boundaries. You might feel bitter and resentful because you're not living your life that you love. You're not living the life you wanted to live because you're letting everyone else tell you how to live and because you are so exhausted because you're doing everything that you don't want to do. Because remember, when you tell other people yes, when you say yes to them, you're telling yourself no. You make excuses for why you want to give up. You feel like you have to justify everything. So you're trying to escape like a fear of rejection or failure, being judged. You're avoiding feelings of not being good enough, but that actually gets worse because it kind of feels bad to give up. But in a way, it's like you do it so you can avoid. I think some people honestly have a fear of success. What would happen if I succeeded is as weird as that sounds. I really believe that a lot of people have that. You engage in self-destructive coping behaviors. So if you're seeking instant relief because you don't feel good about yourself, then you look for ways to boost your self-esteem. So that can lead to addictions and other things. You beat yourself up or punish yourself. When things go wrong, you feel like you're ruining your own life. Really, a lot of people just end up self-sabotaging. They don't think they can do it. So they just end up failing on purpose. And it's not like they're really trying to fail on purpose, but I think there's a subconscious thing going on where people say, well, if I, if I couldn't do it, then you know I'm not letting anyone down because look, I, I said this all along, I can't do this. So they're making excuses again, but they're beating themselves up or people beat themselves up when, you know, they, when things go wrong and you know, a lot of these people pleasing and victim mentality, they kind of go hand in hand. It's always someone else's fault. That's the number one thing I see. If you're a victim, everyone else is to blame because you lack self-responsibility. And so you have to blame others for what goes wrong. And you can internalize that there's something wrong with you when you don't feel loved. So a lot of a lot of victimization, of victim mentality, that stems from people feeling like their parents withheld love from them. And it might not be that your parents said, I don't love you, but some parents can be emotionally distant without realizing it. If they're really busy, like if you grew up with a single parent, they might have been super busy. And it's not that they wanted to neglect you, but... Maybe they did, or maybe your needs weren't always met because it was just impossible for your parent to be everything to everybody. And I totally understand that. I mean, I can see where that would happen. 
But sometimes maybe you were the victim of abuse or, you know, you just, your parents weren't emotionally available for you. And when that happens, that is what triggers the self, you know, the victim mentality and the people pleasing behaviors that we tend to see. So if you are recognizing any of these signs, well, there are a lot of people out there who have a victim mentality, but there are things you can do to change that. So I'm going to talk about that now. So what can you do to help stop being a victim? You know, how can you help yourself to stop being a victim? So here are some of the things you can do. Number one, and I think this is so important, and this is important for everyone, you need to release the pain of the past. You have to release negative feelings, those feelings of fear, guilt, hate, anger, self-pity, because that's what's holding you captive in your identity as a victim. So if there was someone in your life who was an emotionally unavailable to you or you feel like your parents didn't give you what you needed, you need to forgive that. You need to let that go. And remember, I talked about radical forgiveness. I love, love, love this website. Just go to Radical Forgiveness, do a Google search, Radical Forgiveness, put it in there. The first site that pops up is the one. And they have free worksheets that you can print and you can go through to help forgive anyone you need to forgive for your past. You can also do tappings and meditations to help you heal the pain of the past. And you can ask your spiritual team, call in the archangels to come in and help you to heal the past. That's the first thing you need to do. Forgiveness is freeing to you. You also need to take responsibility for your life. Okay, everything that happens to you, it's usually a result of a choice you made. And we can choose better. You have the power to choose better. So it's time to start taking responsibility for all the problems, all the unhappiness, all of that. You are personally responsible for that. You may not have been responsible for the abuse that happened to you at the hands of someone when you were younger but you're absolutely responsible for healing it as an adult. And it's time to take responsibility. Remember that you always have a choice. In every situation, you can regain your power by making the right choice. So even if you tell someone, yes, you'll do something that you don't want to do, because sometimes, you know, in the heat of the moment, we want to make people happy, we say yes. If you think about it and later you say no, I don't want to do that. Absolutely call back and tell that person no. You have the power to take back your power. You need to change your vocabulary. Instead of saying, should, I should do this, say, I choose to do this. Instead of saying, I hope I'm going to do this, say, I will do this. Words are powerful. And when you start taking back your power by changing the words you use, you'll see a big difference. And it's just like I said, instead of saying, why is this happening to me? Ask, why is this happening for me? Because everything happens to teach us a lesson. Okay. Everything happens to teach us a lesson and it's not happening to you to punish you. It's happening for you. Yes, it might be a test. We do get tested, but are we passing? Are we changing our behavior? That's what we're really trying to figure out. 
That's what the universe is saying. Did you change your behavior? Did you change what you did? How did you react that time? You need to learn how to say no. No is not a bad word. It's having a healthy boundary. Every time you do something you don't want to do, you are saying no to your inner child. You are taking time away from yourself that you would have to do the things that bring you joy. So start learning how to say no. And it can be tough. I'm still a person when someone says, can you do this? I want to say, yes, of course. But there are some times when I have to say no. And I can't feel guilty about it because I know that when I'm telling someone no, I'm telling myself yes. And I deserve to be happy. I deserve to rest. So I'm not going to do things that aren't bringing me joy. The other thing you need to do is to change your attitude. Stop thinking about what you don't have. That's having a lack mindset. Stop thinking about what makes you feel wronged. Don't keep a book in your head of everyone who's ever wronged you. Let that stuff go. It's heavy. It just makes you resentful and angry and bitter. And honestly, unforgiveness, anger, and bitterness, I have read several articles where they are linking that to cancer. It can make you physically sick, and it's definitely making you emotionally sick and drained and tired. So stop doing that. Let all of that stuff go. And if it helps, maybe keep a gratitude journal because that is a way for you to change your mindset. When you start, when a negative thought pops into your head, I want you to stop, say rewind, delete, get your gratitude journal. So maybe it can be a small thing you keep with you all the time. And then list at least three things that you're grateful for. And when you look at that at the end of the day, So if you go throughout your day, and maybe before you're always like, ah, my life sucks, I don't have anything, go at the end of the day to your gratitude journal. You should have a whole page full of things. There's so many things. Starting with number one, there there is breath in my lungs. If you're healthy, I have my health. I have my kids. I have my dog. I have my family. I have my job. I have this. I have that. You have so many things around you to be grateful for. So many things that other people could only dream of. You have shoes on your feet. There are people who don't have shoes. You have food in your stomach. There are people who don't have food. It's all about perspective, okay? So you have to shift from thinking about all of the negative things that are in your life to all of the positive things because you have a lot. You have a lot to be grateful for. And it's every day, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, for everything. Because everything is a miracle. Everything is a miracle. And it's having that attitude. You need to also start taking small steps outside your comfort zone. Okay? So most people are too afraid to do that. Do you know how powerful you feel when you do things that scare you? This is something that I've always done. There's one part of me that I've always been kind of proud of is when something really scares me and I'm like, I don't want to do it. I make myself, I do it. I just jump in because what I know is every time I've done that more times than not, I'm like, that was nothing. And that was awesome. And I feel like this rush of adrenaline and the dopamine's released in my brain. I'm like, I'm feeling amazing because I conquered something I was afraid of. 
And it doesn't have to be something huge right away. Like, I don't know. If you're afraid of posting something on social media, I don't know, post it, something inspirational. I don't know. That's kind of silly. But whatever it is you're afraid of, I don't know what your fears are. For me, making a podcast was really, really terrifying. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But I did it anyway. And I've always been very proud that I took that step. And honestly, everything that made me scared, I I always did. And here's the thing, does not mean that everything I've always done has worked out in my favor. It hasn't. But I will never regret taking steps, even if it meant that I wasn't accepted, if I got rejected. Like if I thought someone was really cute and I liked them, the old me, you know, it'd have been like, oh, I want to say something to them, but I don't know if I should. And now I'm just like, okay, well, I'll just say something. And if they reject me, oh, well, no big deal. Because honestly, it's, it, that shouldn't even be a personal thing. Rejection doesn't mean that you're not good enough. Sometimes rejection is simply God going, that's not the one for you. I've got something better. Because seriously, like sometimes people will like you, but then for some reason, things don't work out. And when that happens to me, I always say now, that was God. That was the universe saying, no, that's not yours. I've got something different for you. It's usually something better. So don't be afraid to take risks and don't be afraid to just, don't be afraid. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Just don't be afraid. And I know that's easier said than done, but Fear is one of those things, it can paralyze you and it really does because when you let fear creep in, it keeps you stuck. It will keep you in that same spot forever. And the whole point is we want to evolve, we want to grow, we want to live our most amazing lives. You can't do that if fear is holding you back. You won't do it if fear is holding you back. I know. I've had my times where in the past, I did allow fear to keep me from doing things. And always, every time I wanted to kick myself in the end. Because you'll never know. You'll never know if something was successful or if you could have done something because you didn't try. So part of not being a victim anymore is trying. Remember, there's no such thing as failing. If you go out and you do something and it doesn't work out, the universe is saying, that's not yours. That's not for you. This isn't your path. Or try it a different way. There's something better. You can do this differently. Failure is not fatal. It's not. It's not the end of the world. So many successful people had to fail so many times before they found success. So many. And I think that that is what makes certain people so successful is because they know. They just, they know in their heart of hearts, I'm capable. And if I try something and it doesn't work, that's okay. Like that's just showing me that I just need to do it differently. I just need to try another way, a different approach. But they know they can do it. They have confidence. And I think that that's what we often lack is the confidence in our ability to know that I can make anything happen that I want to make happen. I'm extremely powerful. And if I let fear hold me back of what could happen, I miss out on all of the amazing things. 
because I'll stay stuck. I'll never move. I'll never experience anything amazing or wonderful because I'm too afraid to step outside my comfort zone. Yeah, if you take a risk, it might hurt. You know, it was like riding a bike. You got on the bike. And I remember my mom like holding the back of it and I'm pedaling down the street and being really scared at first that I was going to fall over. And the first time I rode it, she let go and I did, I fell over and I scraped my knee. So I got hurt. And I was like, oh man, I don't want to do this again because I'm, I'm going to get hurt again. And we might be afraid of that. We might be afraid that if I take a risk, if I take a leap of faith, I'm going to get hurt. And if I would have said that when I was riding my bike, if I would have said, okay, you know what? I don't want to do it again. I don't want to do it again. I hurt myself. If I get on that bike again, I'm going to get hurt again. So I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just not going to learn how to ride a bike. And honestly, that could have happened because it was a few months before I wanted to get on it again and try. But my mom's like, you got to do it. You've got to do it. You're, you're going to be the only kid who doesn't know how to ride a bike. And she said, it's fun. You just have to get over your fear. So I let her talk me into it again. I'm riding my bike. She's behind me running. I'm just talking to her, talking away, riding my bike. And I turn around and look, and she is down at the other end of the street. She has not been holding on for quite a while. And I did it. I was riding a bike. I almost fell over when I realized she wasn't holding on anymore. But I learned how to ride a bike. And what I discovered was I loved riding a bike. It was fun. And for the entire summer, you would not find me anywhere but on that bike. I rode the bike all over the place. All over the place. It was awesome. I remember my bike even had the little streamers, you know, on the ends. I loved it. And then you couldn't get me off the bike. You know, my mom would be like, it's time to come in for dinner. And I didn't want to stop riding because I loved it. It was so much fun feeling the wind in your hair and going over bumps. And it was fun. And that's what you could be missing out on. If you allow fear to hold you back, you're going to miss out on that, the fun stuff. You miss out on the good stuff. Yeah, you might stay safe. You may keep yourself from scraping your knee. But if I knew all along, that that one time was the only time I was going to scrape my knee and that it would heal and it wouldn't be that bad and I'd be able to learn, I wouldn't have been afraid. And I wouldn't have said, no, I'm not going to do it. If we could see the big picture, we would know that our fears are greater in our mind than what could ever happen in real life. Like we make it worse. We're going to miss out on all the good stuff if we don't stop being afraid. That's just all there is to it. So don't let it hold you back. And don't feel like life is happening to you. Remember, life is happening for you. And you have the ability to choose better at any moment in your life. And I hope you do choose better. The universe does not want you to be miserable. The universe wants you to be happy and prosperous and abundant. You just got to allow it. You've got to allow it. All right, guys, I wanted to pull a card for you today. So the card today is from the teachings of Abraham. 
and it is, I, it is not my responsibility to convince anyone of anything. Make your decisions about what you want and set out to create the life experiences that you choose and allow all others to do the same. I love that. And you can't make that up. I totally picked that after, like, I already, yeah, it just came up. It went right along with what we were talking about. And I swear I did not even look at the card. So that's incredible. You have the choice. You make the decision about a life you want. You worry about yourself. Let everyone else worry about themselves. And don't let anyone else try to talk you out of what you want. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being with me. I want to remind you that all of my coaching sessions are 30% off for the entire month of January. January is a month all about, you know, creating a life you love, creating the new you. So I wanted to give you a head start by giving you a discount on the coaching session. So if you want to work with me, just go to my website, go to the coaching page, there you can pay through PayPal, and once you do, you'll be directed to a page that will tell you, thank you for purchasing, and you can contact me directly to book your session. I would rather have you just contact me because whenever I've used a booking service in the past, I used to use them, people would pick a session and then, oh wait, I don't want that, or oh, you have something better. So just book with me directly. That's the easiest way. And then we can give you the time that works best for you. And you will get the most out of the session. You'll get whatever you need to help get you on the right path and the right direction. You can also go and check out the other services that I offer. Everything is on my website. And again, for everything, you can purchase on my website and then contact me to book Except if you do the uh, Love Your Life course, if you purchase that, you will be taken to your code for the um, course. Once you purchase it through PayPal, it will take you to a link to a page where you will have your code where you can sign in on my website. So that is there for you. I want to thank you guys for being with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave me reviews. That helps others to find me. I want to thank you so much to those of you who do that and continue to do that. I really, really appreciate you. Really, really do. And I appreciate everyone who listens. I also want to remind you to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook on Mondays at 5.30 Central. I do a free card reading, and I also do card readings on Instagram, so be sure to follow me. Also, don't forget to be looking out in January. I will be, um, my book is coming out, Beautifully Broken, and it will be available on Amazon. It's not available yet, but it will be soon. I'm super excited about that. And as always, I hope that you have a beautiful day. Take care of yourself. And remember, focus on the blessings because there are so many out there. I will talk to you soon. I love you guys. Bye.